to grind through the end of the week. It's the Grinding Gear Podcast. I don't have to change that because we're moving the show to Monday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to start the grind. It's time to start the grind start this week. Uh, we'll it's work time to it. start this it's, week's grind. Yes. It's time to grind this week. Yes. I like that better. Okay. We're getting there. Yeah, that's active. We're getting there. Right? That's what we're we getting want there. active adjectives. Comment below if you're watching on video. <laughs> uh, send us an email to feedback at startgrindinggear.com. Right. Um, you're in the Discord. The uh, support us on Patreon because it, it it alerts me in like three places if you send me a message that's there. True. So I'll yeah, definitely that's see a very it. Good way to get a hold of you. Yeah. Yes. 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 Good to be here. It is actually, literally here. If you're listening on audio only, which we know a lot of you, that's how you get the podcast. Kyle and I are in the same space. I live here now, not in your space. No, you don't live in my home. There were like at least three people when we announced that you were moving that thought you were moving in with me. I can see that. You know, there's a lot of uh, like gamer houses that develop in the 20 year old range where people move in together and make content of. Yes. Questionable nature. Yeah, we're way too old and way too married for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I never want a roommate again. No, it'd be inconvenient. No, it's a big reason I don't live in California. It's it's too... (laughs) (laughs) The the desire to never have a roommate again. Yes, me and my entire family now live in... 25 to 35 minutes of you, depending on depending traffic. On tra- you, are, you did move during max traffic. All yes. the snowbirds the are here. The seasonals are here. I from Florida. Which means uh, tips are good if you're a waiter, but oh. also it's so busy that you want to yank your hair out. True. Um, I used to be a waiter, and this time of year was... <sighs> oh, yeah, you were a waiter here. Yeah. Yep. And yep. You, yep. You've been, uh, been here a while. About, uh, about 30 minutes south. I've moved often. I have span this great United States... Uh, Virginia, Florida, that was Largo, where I grew up, uh, oh. four to eight years old, New Mexico. Yeah, you're an Albuquerque man. Back to Tallahassee for college. Yep. Off to Chicago. Yep. Washington, Oregon, and now I've found my way back to Florida. The calling. The calling. It calls to me. Not the culling. No, that's very We're different. calling yeah. nothing except shit from our studios because... The calling can be a very dark thing as well, though. Sometimes, you know, you're called to action. Sometimes you're called to, you know, dark <sighs> deeds. Dark de- I, oh, yeah. uh, the, you've been playing Baldur's Gate, haven't you? Oh, well, uh, I've also I, been reading a lot of Warhammer. Actually, you've been moving. You've probably been playing nothing. Mostly I've been reading a lot of Warhammer. Yeah, I'm, I'm 18 days video game free at the moment. Uh, pardon me. Uh, yes. I have played so many games my life has been rather uncozy and that's not to say that it's been unhappy by any means it has been a delight to be here Mm. uh the children are loving the sun and the atmosphere uh there's a ton i love about being here and uh, i just don't have a couch so like one of the biggest animes in the world right now is one of the coziest animes i've ever watched and i just have no interest to watch anything that would make me feel quote-unquote Cozy. Uh, Kyle is, of course, talking about Free Ren, the greatest anime um, since like 1998. Yeah, apparently. Um, and uh, it only starts cozy. That's great. That's it, fine. I I love media that does this. We're going to talk more about what we watched and we played on um, the next podcast because we are changing the day at which we do the podcast. We're doing it today on Thursday. It just happened to work out. As you all know, we do also flex the podcast. If it works better for our guests, we move the date. True. If there is a some sort of big gaming announcement like today, the, the Xbox Showcase, we will move the date because we usually want to talk about it then on the podcast. But for week to week, 
wondering when is that next Grinding Gear podcast going to come? That's the big announcement at the top of the show. We are moving it to Mondays for the foreseeable future, and it will only move when we have guests and stuff like that. If if we need to move it for the guests, folks like Jesse is usually he's super chill. Yeah. He usually can come on whenever. Um, but you know, you never know how it's going to go. And we have some new guests, some, some first timers that we are currently in the process of scheduling. Ah, excited for those. Yes. We so. also know a lot of gaming podcasts that we like to cross pollinate with that also do late week. So having a weekend in between will be a nice breath of fresh air. We I, do tend to share a lot of listeners from core. Yep. So we won't be, uh, you won't, you won't have both those podcasts on the same damn day anymore. Exactly. That's so, nice too. Yeah. So lots of good reasons for that, including just. The weekend facilitates video game playing time, and the report on that will happen on Monday. And real-life hangouts. Yeah. yeah. Outside of streaming hangouts. But Florida's no mystery. Like, Kristen grew up here uh, in Tampa. Both of your families yeah. are here. Yeah, both grandparents. Yes. For the kiddos. Yes. And so they are... Uh, I have I have seen both your parents. Oh, well, no, I only saw yours when you were here back in October. I actually didn't see your parents this Right, time. but you met my in-laws. I, yes, which I met at your wedding. Well, that was... 10 years Who ago. technically weren't your in-laws until you said I do. Well, that is true. Well, technically they still weren't when you were at the wedding because we didn't legally get married till we were out in California, but you know. Paperwork. Yeah, you had the paperwork. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You're a signed witness on my marriage certificate. I sure am. Yeah. Kyle is a signed witness, everybody, in case you were wondering just how deep the bromance goes. We went and conveniently got our paperwork done right before BlizzCon uh, 10 years ago because <laughs> we were out in LA post the... Uh, the honeymoon in Yellowstone. So yeah, I've done a lot of the the U.S. The U.S. has received me in many locations, but this is not <laughs> uh, this is not a, a unknown. Like people have been like, oh man, I, for the most part, it's been like, I really hope you like Florida. Like I, it's going to be a big unknown for you. It's like no, no, no. I've been here because you, you're not the biggest fan of the world. Like to be completely honest, well, I Florida, like, yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. You're, you're a mountain man. I like the Pacific Northwest and I grew, I, I grew up, I say I grew up cause you know, eight to through all of high school, I was in New Mexico. So the Rockies do call me. Mm. However, uh, I'm an Appalachian man. The coziness of the Pacific Northwest is due to the rain mm. and the staying inside and the sitting under the blankets. Well, let me tell you, if you like staying inside because of rain, Dude, the rain has been spot You're on. good. I love the it, It's a beautiful, it's even heavier, which I love. Like, I love rain. So I'm all in on that. But the children, the children are busy. And the world of hiking slow mountain passes that are dangerously close. I just, just want to pull you dangerously okay, yeah. close. Uh, that are dangerously close to uh, ravines and great edges of danger. That's not exactly the environment for the smalls. <laughs> and with both sets of grandparents here, with grinding gear, with everything, it all it all called. You also happen to find a place that's like really close to a super adorable park. Yeah, no, we're, we're out in the country, as it were. Yeah, and it's uh, it, they, but they it's call, so yeah. much more developed than I remember. Like I, I, I am very aware of where Kyle is, and I remember it as just like the middle of nowhere. That's where you go to see cows. There's like there's giant storky things walking around sand hills. I love. Them. Uh, I love the sand hill and the, cranes. The little uh, ibises are walking around and striking little, you know, like Egyptian hieroglyph poses. Ibises are probably my overall favorite. Uh, Sand Hill were like the first birds I ever learned the names of because even as a kid I thought it was cute that they they, they they're a family unit like there's there's like a, a mom and a dad and when they have a baby they usually only have one sometimes they have two adorable and they they 
they're protected too. You're like not allowed to like get out and harass them. Like if they're in front of your car, you kind of just have to wait. Yeah. No, um, all those turtles, I'm sure you do the same thing for, you know, I, I, uh, not I, everyone does sadly with the turtles. They don't always make it. <sighs> I witnessed my father, you know, in that four to eight range lift a snapping turtle with a shovel over a, a gate, you know, cause it was in our yard and stuff. So I've, I've, I've had I have decent... never seen a snapping turtle in person. They're hissy. I know. I am. So I'm told uh, we, we have this. I think I've told the story before where, cause, uh, Right before I hit my teen years, we, my, my folks, my family moved out to the country and we were on a river and, uh, uh I was out fishing with my mom one day, like total picturesque Americana, like fishing yeah, with mom yeah, fishing in the, mom, yeah. in the river and like, all oh, these bubbles are coming up and we're like, Oh God, well, were we about to get eaten by an alligator? Scuba diver pops up. We're like, Oh, what, what the hell? Can you even see anything? It's so muddy. He's like, oh, I'm, I, I collect shark's teeth and sell them because he finds oh. he finds pristine megalodon teeth in the riverbank. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, it all used to be underwater. Yeah, and, and yeah. he's like, no, the ones you find on the, in saltwater, they usually beat up from the waves. But here it's much more gentle and you, it's much easier to find a clean specimen that sells for a lot of money. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. And huh. I, I, I was uh, just getting certified, I believe, for scuba diving at the time. So I was like, I wanted to pick this guy's brain. Sure. Um. And my mom immediately fired off the question. I'm sure everybody listening is thinking, what about the gators? My mom's like, are you afraid of alligators? And he goes, nah, ma'am. I'm afraid of the snapping turtles. <laughs> the non ma'am really sold it. <laughs> yes. To the location of uh, this conversation was it, taking place. Listen, um, yeah, so Florida can get quite Southern. Well, it's, you know, it's interesting. You know, it's not like welcome to Moe's where the, you know they're forced <laughs> to say it. Like every store you walk into, there's... Tons of howdy do's. You're There's, still going to get a lot of sweetie and honey here. That's uh, still yeah, a thing. Yeah, man, uh, I've had a blessed day every day I've been here. I don't get the blessed day a lot. Oh, maybe I'm maybe I'm, maybe I'm attracted. You, you are in a more rural area. Yeah. So that does Maybe the blessed days sense. flow a little yeah. more for me. But maybe no, more. you know, there's, there is uh, the, the traffic is definitely a change because people will change lanes while at the lights just, just to do it, just to like move because they're bored i don't like uh having a car in front of me if i can help it people creep a lot here too so like if you're trying to do like a yellow flashing turn you don't know if they've got a light to go or like the people just creep forward they just so most, uh, mostly my experience with others have been cars people yell at each other but then they seem fine like i was in a target parking lot and this guy just railed at this mobile that was on the crosswalk and rightfully so you know this man had a limp. I, I don't see that a lot. And he wanted the crosswalk clear. So he yelled at this car. But by the time he was in the target, he was having a, a blessed day. <laughs> in the target. Yeah. Nice. So you're fun. already, you've already claimed a target. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. In our target. Right. Have yep. you claimed a Publix yet? Yeah. Cause uh, they are plentiful. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, have you got no. a pub sub yet? No, I haven't. Well, we're, you know, I, I make sure third trimester pregnant, Kristen. Okay. Uh, who is an absolute beast and planned this entire move, except for the internet, which I scheduled. Like that's, um, everything else was. Hurt. I would like to shout out to Hound Dog and Chad right now, who's telling me Garrett addressing me and telling me to have a blessed Good. day. I'm glad. I'm glad you've you, scored in. And also with you, Hound Dog. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, she can't do the lunch meats because you can't. You know, when you're pregnant, because uh, it's not sanitary. I always forget that they also have chicken tender subs though, yeah, which are get, super. People famous. toast their subs and call it good. Like, but you know, I, I yeah. just keep that stuff out of the house. I, you know, I don't, I don't. I could get a get the tenders. I love the tenders. Yeah, and that hasn't happened. Most people, that's like their favorite yeah. pub sub. I'm not that kind of. I love. I'm a deli meat slut. Like, I love deli meat. <laughs> um, 
but uh, but yeah, most people. I, I also from time to time will enjoy it. Yes. Attendee, so but there's also but it's not so, my there's an anime apparently called uh, Apothecary Diaries, and everyone's had to tell me about how dangerous Honey is recently because much like remember when WandaVision did Ship of Theseus, and everybody was using oh, Ship of Theseus. Yes, Apothecary Diaries made a big claim, a bit of big thing about Honey and children. So everyone's been telling me about Honey. It just happens. Is Honey know? bad for kids? Yeah, little little kids, because it's not sanitary. You know, bees are vomiting oh. in each other's mouths, Garrett. That's how you make honey. Well, yeah, I'm aware of that, yeah. but I just figured for some reason, magically, it was... No, the, the, the bees don't warm their buttocks is enough to stable honey. <laughs> you don't cook honey. <laughs> what if I put it in my tea or my coffee? Uh, I guess, but you're not giving tea or coffee to less than one-year-old, so... That is very yeah, good point. Yeah, so, you know, the, the, you could brew tea that will later be for sweet tea. You, yes, with honey as you a sweetening could. agent and then chill it. Yes, I'm merely using an example of one of these. I will figure this out. I will yes. figure out, sir. One of these factoids <laughs> that often, you know, gets a boost, much like everyone who bought a clownfish following Finding Nemo, right? Like it's, that is, these things fair. happen in our society. Uh, please, uh, I'm sorry, owls are not pets. Uh, every pet store had to say after Harry Potter's oh, rise. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, sorry, that no, that is very much not that, a pet. That please, happened. Uh, if if someone is selling you an owl that is illegal, don't buy it. No, no. It's, so it's it's been that was a big thing here. It's been delightful. Kristen planned out like uh, the Amazon deliveries to show up the, the, the day we got here. We're still kind of camping in our own house right now as we wait for the pod to arrive. But overall, it's been a fabulous experience, and and it has been it has been busy. We have yeah. seen each other every day. Basically, pretty much, yeah. It's underway. Yeah, I bringing stuff to your place. Uh, there, there, honestly, probably my favorite thing from all of this was like the one chill moment we have, which is like one day Kyle came over just for us to like plan things. And I know it's weird, but it reminded me of working in an office with people, which I always hated. <laughs> but it was cool that it was <laughs> what we've built, and it was our stuff and we needed to have a meeting because we, we really just needed to kind of figure out, okay, you're here. We've had, we now have both have a collective moment to actually think instead of do, because we've just been do, do, do you need to move. I've needed to set this studio on fire and uh, redo it so that we can both fit in it. Um, Cause this is going to be the only down. place we have to work until your space is set up. Yep. Which will um, be faster than I like, nature thought yeah next thursday a bunch of stuff shows up for pretty you, right? much yeah. and then by the next week i'm be ready to go so. we're gonna try and do some content from your house the final week of january that's yep. the goal so two weeks it could go bad but like think you know there's always there's unforeseen always consequences and it's something yeah. could bump weird like i, I was opening my yeah. box because i shipped you my computer and yeah. i shipped you the majority of my cables yeah and I, and at the heart of it surrounded by everything bubble wrap upon bubble wrap was my graphics card and as I opened the box, there were little flecks of black metal everywhere. And I was oh, no. It got scratched, apparently. It got scratched. It's fine. But it's fine. It's fine. It works okay. fine. Just, you know, the corner is curled, mm. which is like, what? Mm. How did that even happen? But that box yeah, so I'm not assuming it, it was very, very it wrapped. It was very wrapped. Yeah. But. Well, next time you move across the country, I would just fly with the video card. I, you know, after the fact, but I wanted my attention to be on the children. Like, I had a bag with... A brand new, Kristen got me a collector's edition Pathfinder uh, 2 mm -hmm. bestiary, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bestiary, and uh, I had a Call of Cthulhu bestiary she had gotten me, and I was like, I had all my, my switch all loaded up and powered and everything, and I was ready to be bored on a plane. Guess what didn't happen? Uh, there's no boredom for the children. <laughs> 
And I was very, very busy. I did watch the Crack the Lego movie, and it reminded me how much I enjoy the Lego movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Lego Batman's really good, too. Lego Batman is very funny. Uh, it, it one, su- one of my favorite Batman things. It suffers from Warner Brother-itis, where they just kind of throw... They love to throw all their properties at their things. Well, it's also Lego. That's Lego. Lego yeah. has a lot of... You said this, but, and I... I this is about as strong as I could disagree with you. Mm. It's Lego. Lego is known for IP. And so I think their movie should work, even if it's Batman, should be a massive IP but, crossover. Lego has uh, monster trucks from uh, Hot Wheels. Lego gets Disney products. That was just WBWB. Well, it's because it's easier. I know. It's a legal nightmare, even if Lego ha- already has the IP using it, then they probably very strictly have the rights for merchandising within Lego, and they do but not have the rights. By the time they were like, it's Sauron, knee slap, I was like, come on. We've already seen Gandalf. We've already seen your Harry Potter license. We uh, know. It's fine. It's fine. It's we fine. know. It's fine. Kyle's wrong, everybody. And it's okay that he's wrong. We love it when he's wrong. I love that. Vo- I love the Batman voice actor, though. I think. Um, Will Arnett. Yes. Yeah, he I does love a- Will Arnett. Hit, hit Brave and the Bold. That energy I, he brings to Batman is amazing. I think some people think I'm actually an asshole, and maybe I am. Um, but I like asshole characters. And so a lot of times when I'm being silly, that I like to put on that air. Sure. Yeah. And it comes from people like Will Arnett. And yes. And and uh, in, in uh, games like Final Fantasy, Emmett Selk. You know? The yeah. Smarmy, you know, holier the, than the thou. The Scrubs guy. The Scrubs guy is a... Oh, pop. JD? Yeah. No, yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. Oh, no. no. Uh, Dr. Cox. Yeah, Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox. Yeah. He, I mean, JD's kind of an ass. Well, he's, um, but. He, he's learning his way through the world. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it was very... The children did amazing. Uh, they, like, it was a five-hour flight. We did straight from Portland to Atlanta. And four hours of it, golden. We had Ooh. all the activities. Nice. And, uh, you know, eventually we just kind of rock a bite to sleep. I, I, I got like Flynn rules, man. Oh yeah. Flynn's a cool kid. He is very cool. Yeah. I, I know I've mentioned this on stream, but in case you only tune in and get updates from the podcast, I will say that the night that you invited us all over for housewarming, everyone Garrett here dropping down a reminder about the Patreon after the fact, because uh, I was having so much fun with Kyle, I completely glanced over the part of the notes where we usually remind you all that you can support us over on our Patreon, which is found at supportourbromance.com. What a wild week it's been. Uh, really, I it's funny because, you know, we cut this out. If you support us on Patreon, you get a, a version of the show that doesn't have any promotions. Um, but I, it's like, I just want to say thank you. You know, if you're, I also know some, quite a few of you just listen to the main feed because you don't mind and some of you even somehow find our ad reads entertaining, which this one probably won't be, but seriously, just want to say thank you. Like this is a week where a lot, so much of what we've been working on the past six months is coming to a head and it means the world to us. So seriously, um, from the bottom of both of our hearts, thank you very much. And if you like what Kyle and I make and you want to support it, uh, check out support our bromance.com $1. Or more. Whatever works for you works for us. Thank you so much. All right, back to the show. Which was housewarming with pads on the floor because you only had what you, you flew with. Which was yeah, and the nuggets came in, which are like small. Built no one knows what those are. They're advertised on YouTube, so people <laughs> might be aware, but they're like destructible couches that fold out. and Way more comfortable than they look. Yeah, way more. Mad. We sat on the floor for like two hours just having a chat, and I, I have back problem they're not like chronic <laughs> yeah i but get you if i don't have lumbar things get bad very quickly 
Um, and I, w- I looked at those and I'm like, oh no, I'm going to die. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. It was wonderful. They were really comfortable. Um, so yeah, we had a really fun little hang. I, I shot none of it because I'm like, I want proper housewarming to be just actually I a appreciate friend get-together. There'll be enough footage. A real yes. friend get-together. Yeah. So, and our, our mutual friends, Ben and Abby joined us as mm-hmm. well. So we, we had everybody, but I walk in the door, you know, and I'm, I, I brought camping chairs because I knew you had no furniture. Yeah, that was a good I brought a cooler because I'm like, they're not going to have any booze and I want to drink. Um, <laughs> and, and so my hands were very full and so I'm coming in and I want to hand out hugs and say hi to everybody. And in the distance, Flynn, who I have never met before just goes, Hey Garrett, just like, just, like, like I've been over 20 times already. Nonchalant. Just, he has seen your face. Knew exactly who I was. Every week. And, and started talking to me like an old friend. You've been in his life, his whole life. That is You've been on a screen. True. <laughs> who am I going to go talk to in the other room? Why do I have to close the door so I can record? Uncle Garrett. Yeah, Uncle Garrett. Uncle Garrett. So it was, it was completely nonchalant. Was I amazing. learned that, by the way. I, like, there's a moment where I was talking to Flynn about Katie. And I was like, and I started to just say Katie. And I'd stop and I turned to Kyle and I'm like, are we like Mr. Garrett, Miss Katie? What are we doing? And Kyle goes, oh, you're just your aunts and uncles. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, so Aunt, Aunt Katie's back home right now. Like I was trying to explain where Katie was because I'd already been over multiple times. And Katie <laughs> at that point wasn't with me. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it, it was adorable. You got a, you got a beautiful damn family, man. Thank you. Yeah. You're all like, I also like, uh, Kristen, I hope you're watching. Uh, I forgot how, how much fun it is to hang out with Kristen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree. Obviously, uh, I, Kristen might legitimately be funnier than Kyle. <laughs> she is. She makes me laugh yes. so much. Yes, um, she's so damn funny. I'm in danger. Well, we used to stream together. You know, her and I. We used yes. To, she would cast my matches while I was playing, so I did the playing. Yeah. She would do the casting. Yeah, because we haven't talked a lot, and I, I was only reminded uh, like a month ago when she filled in for you for the Game Awards stream. That was fun. I got to watch yes. a chunk of that. Yeah, because um, you—that was during your whole jury duty fiasco. Yes. So if you if you didn't watch that, because um, you're like, oh, I like Garrett and Kyle, you owe it to yourself. Like it, it was legitimately funny. Kristen is so freaking great, and we used to collab a lot more, and it just hasn't happened in proper years. I think it's been about half a decade since we did any sort of collab. The three of us. The math lines up. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. However old Flynn is, that's about how long it's been since the collab. Well, and Kristen's and Kristen's mom would stay home. So she wanted to make sure, you know, everyone always says the treasure it, you know, and they're all about, you know, oh, it won't last forever. That's kind of almost a negative way to take it, but she loves doing that. And she's very, very committed to it. And I've, of course, respect the shit out of it. She's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I just forgot. I'm like, oh, I forgot how much I like hanging with y'all. So it's good. To, it's, it's good to be here, man. It's it, even from an, like outside of the all because I've only been thinking about it from a content perspective of like what we do on YouTube and our streams and all of that kind of stuff, because it's been in front of me. I've been having to rip everything out of the studio and then put it back in a completely new layout with double the computers, double the screens, double the lights, yep. double the microphones. And I'm already finding things that I'm like, I would do it different. Um, but for the most part, it's working. Um we're having to move microphones more than I would have liked. Yeah, yeah, we'll find a solution for all that. Maybe just really long mic arms, just like living from the center, I, like I, some I, sort of car building robot. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing at things folks on the podcast can't see, but I, I kind of wanted the GG sign there. But now I'm like, maybe we just put a monitor there for Reacts content. 
And then we have a oh, secondary yeah. wireless keyboard that can control things on this computer, which is a stream computer. And then we can also just have a second monitor. There's there. so many exciting things. Like like uh, yesterday, I just randomly posted you like, what if we had a big TV and we like weathermanned our extreme streams? And we were like up on the TV with like I, I, little I, hand clickers yeah, and like, yeah, like there's the, 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 I, I like that. I do like the, I, I I don't. There are going to be part of me is like, so I want to pump the brakes. I'm like, I know there's going to be extremes. I go till two. And sometimes I wouldn't mind doing extremes remotely. No, absolutely. I just want to go to absolutely. bed afterwards. But like the ones where folks at home are like really excited and we're like, okay, this must be a special extreme. Like, cause people seem stoked. Like those should absolutely be in person. And I want to do exactly what you're talking yes. about because the, especially, I think we've really got it down to a science, how we like to approach boss fights and games, uh, having not seen them before. And we review our own footage. And so, yeah, I think having a big screen TV that a camera is pointed at that we can then s- sit in front of or yes. stand in front of and review footage. Pull it up. And then act because we fight with each other. We're like, no, 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 you're not interpreting this correctly. <laughs> and that would be so much more fun uh-huh. in front of a big TV. Um, and that just sounds super fun to me. Super, super fun to me. Well, I, I will give one more praise. One more praise Kristen's way because, like, there was all the paperwork, everything that she planned so we could get moved into this townhouse that we're in, into where we're living, just everything lined up, health insurance, everything. Right. But that's all in little stages. So you continue to be like, wow, thank you. Wow. Thank you. The DMV. She did both our licenses, the titles, the registration, the voting, all of it. And just like I I would have left in the firebox. (laughs) It would be in the pod. And she had it all. Oh. At, and Did you like, have anyone at the DMV trying to get you to sign a, a any sort of, uh, what is it when people make you try and make you sign things? A petition? No, no, because we were okay. there at opening. I made, I made that mistake the last time I went to the DMV. You started signing petitions? A ah, lady was like, are you for the decriminalization of marijuana? I'm like, yeah, absolutely I am. <laughs> and you 100%. got roped into a long yeah, way and now. it took way longer oh. than it should have. Yeah, way longer. You got to keep it convenient. Yeah. The stoners don't have the, the, <laughs> the well, the, the first, the, the first thing was, are you registered to vote? And I thought they were trying to get me to register. And I was so very quick. I was like, of course I am. Cause yeah. I thought that would have ended yeah. it. And they're like, wonderful. I'm like, shit. Step one. You complete. got me. Got you him. He's got in. me. He's in. You got me. How dare you? No, so she was just like, she was just out of this bag. Just like, bam, 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 yeah. bam. All the stuff. Uh, another shout out to Cartho Nassi who made the journey. The cat <sighs> 11 years old flew in his own awful for four hours. Because he got motion sick yeah. on the plane, and yeah. uh, you may you you may have heard of the storms that are going around. We got grounded. We were on the tarmac for an hour while a storm passed over Florida. Uh, but there's a sandwich sandwich of storms in the U.S. and we flew during the beginning of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Chad's making a lot of assumptions right now. Yeah, I legitimately say I really I, I don't smoke. I like drinking too much, and you shouldn't mix that stuff. <laughs> and you were talking about the decriminalization. Yeah, but, I just don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, the availability. Yeah, <laughs> or the consumption. Well, I mean, you do. I'm, I'm like legit. Whatever. Like I, to me, I'm like it's less dangerous than alcohol. I think. Like you do you. you know? But it was. It, 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 I'm happy to be here. Like it, it's, it's good stuff. I'm so, I'm so excited. We, so we just. So obviously, you probably <laughs> see this title. I don't know if it'll relate to this, but we just watched the Xbox thingy. The yeah, de- the developer X- direct the, the Xbox developer direct is what they were. I kept calling it Xbox game showcase because I think that's the name they use for other things. Um, but it, but it really was as advertised. It was a bunch of pre-recorded, very slick production shorts strung together for what, like five different Xbox games. They had the surprise, right? Yeah. So I think it was five. Well, we have the list here. Yes. The surprise. Yes. Well, I thought this surprise. 
surprise was our what was the surprise? The surprise was the man. Oh, the square. Oh, yeah, yes, square the new Mono game, the new Square game. So it's the first Mono game that's coming to an Xbox. Yes, right. Yes, 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 yes. 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 So yes, uh, we we just watched that, and yeah, good on them for naming it developer direct, and it was actually about the dev. The developers, the developers were the present were the presenters. There was like no real fat. There there was a couple places, particularly in the Indiana Jones presentation, where I was they like, didn't have a lot to show. Like Todd Howard, just shut up. People, <laughs> I, I actually I like Todd do Howard. People like him. He's divisive. I'm not saying I don't mind Todd Howard, but there was a lot of fluff in the Indiana yes. Jones presentation. Well, you know, and I don't necessarily think any of it individually was bad. It's that the opening preamble. They had like three flowery presenters in a row. Well, I think the issue is more that Todd Howard got up and was like, as an extremely rich man, I've had a vision of doing this extremely rich project. And as an extremely rich man, I can finally pull off my extremely rich vision. And, you know, like uh, like the Baldur's Gate guys. You, you applaud- as an extremely rich man that was recently acquired by even richer men. Yes. Whereas like Baldur's Gate 3, you're like, Wow, how scrappy you pulled off a D&D license and uh, you had to buy it from them and yes. you did an amazing job. We cheer for you. We're Tom Howard. Like he got Indiana Jones and we're like, which rats. is funny, though, because it's going to machine games and it looks kind of old school. Are we going to start with Indiana Jones? I guess so. Let's I, go, Indiana Jones. It's the one I care the most yeah. about. Honestly, this and Aura. Aura looks freaking awesome yeah, Aura. as a Civ competitor. Yeah. Like, let's go. I want to play that game. Um, and that was another one that started with really flowery bullshit. They're like, want to push the boundaries of what's possible. And I'm like, I don't ever want to hear push the boundaries ever again. You're, game devs, you're, you're banned. We're banning the, we're banning the phrase push the boundaries. I think that don't tell me you're going to do it. Tell me how you're going to push I the boundaries. I give that award to Avowed. Avowed said the words play any way you want. When clearly I'm going to have to play as a two-handed person <laughs> with the, with the, by duo equipping. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but they showed wands, they showed melee, they showed a variety of melee, they I'm showed ta- a variety of wands, they showed a variety of spell casting. So they're not being disingenuous. No, but I'm talking about more of the days of like the the older bioware of like we're talking like dragon age inquisition where they're like you get to be whoever you want to be but you're definitely in on the inquisition and you definitely have this hand power and you definitely are going to play through this exact same storyline that we all are going to do well that's how i felt in skyrim was yeah. like i like the the shouts were like i i kind of hated them i'm like i don't like this aesthetic of having the shouts at all like i, I just want to get in there just like let me be a mage ass mage let me be a rogue ass rogue that's fair i don't want to be Oh, is Dragonborn? Yeah, Dragonborn. I don't want to be a Dragonborn. I just just give me just give me my blank. That's it's it's honestly. I think the strong part of the Bethesda games is kind of that it, they're not as fine tuned and they are a little janky. But from that comes a lot of freedom of the theater of your mind, and it's like playing a single player tabletop game. Yes, and that's what I like about the, the Bethesda games that I do like as a Fallout hater. Like I don't really like Fallout. But yeah, you bring you bring your own headcanon to yeah. something like a Starfield and you can have a lot more fun. And yeah. even if it's just informed by your biggest fan trait you picked early and you're like, oh, you kind of just build a little bit extra in there. Uh, and I love like Skyrim had that new life mod where you would just randomly spawn in the world. It was great for kind of having your own headcanon, ignoring maybe the Dragonborn thing you didn't like. But Machine Games, they made the now old... Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein. a couple of Wolfensteins yeah. at this point. And those were rocking. Those had decent puzzle mechanics before Doom found their footing. Again. They were good. They, I don't 
love their shooting, which makes me happy because Indiana Jones doesn't shoot a lot. And at least what they showed here, Indiana Jones doesn't shoot a lot. No, they had the basey punch down. Um, yeah, the, I, I thought the punch left a little bit to be desired. The rest of the sound effects sounded great. The whip sounds exactly as it should sound. The gun sounds exactly as it should sound. The uh, examples of puzzles that they showed, like grabbing old pieces of stone and stick, sticking it into a hole, doing phallic things with ancient stone things. A giant wheel? That takes effort to be phallic. Well, the backside is always usually. Th- there was a part where he grabbed something that was very conal. Oh, and then put it on a thing with yes. a bunch of other cones. That yes. was that was yeah. But it also just looked like the stones from Temple of Doom, which is clearly what they were trying to invoke. Exactly. But um, and they I, ignored I, the other two movies. I digress. All of those sound effects sounded great. Like the old rock on rock sound effects were great. Some of the punch. I thought the, maybe I'm, I'm assuming over the course of an entire game, if it was that what crack punch, right? It would probably get old. So maybe. You need a little variety. I'm wondering if there's a crit system because if you can crit somebody when you punch, that's the Maybe noise like the, the it should make. Killing blow or knockout blow. Yes, I don't because I, I think it would get old if every punch sounded like that. But like, maybe if you you punch him in the face, so it does extra damage. Uh, uh, something that could signify to you that you've hit them in a weak spot. It's the it's the Indiana Jones punch sound. I would say my critique on mine was on the whip. I saw that whip go out and I didn't know what it was going to do and when it pulled or distracted or whatever it all kind of seemed to be doing the same i'm assuming it's 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 unique button presses yeah so you know what's going to happen when you press right rather than being more aim specific but as they described the game they said it was going to take place between our favorite movies (laughs) Uh, and there wasn't gonna be any there was no two best the two best there was no dial of destiny brought up at all well there's no point because it's they were using raiders and temple of doom as the movies to explain when this is taking place because it's happening in between it sounded like a different voice actor than the harrison ford go-to of my childhood which it fair, to that me was a it long kind of ago. sounded like Harrison Ford because I didn't think the line delivery was particularly great, and I would imagine that Harrison Ford <laughs> is probably a pretty bad right. voice actor. He is a bad voice actor. It's true. Um, I love Harrison Ford. Absolutely no shade no, involved, totally. but that is not a man I would put a lot of faith into voice act He's with not emotion. Good at the imagination part of you know. Voice I don't. Acting. I don't think so either. Although it's you very know, hard. you know what? Say what you will about Crystal Skull. Pretty bad movie. Harrison Ford does a good job in it, and that's a lot of blue screen bullshit. That's I think fair. he does a good job with it, and that's a lot of imagination. So maybe uh, maybe I'm selling the man short. Maybe, but, you know, he's done a little voice acting here and there, and it's always just kind of like, who, why, why, anyone could have done that. But I played a lot of Indiana Jones games. I bought my, a bought, you know, with my parents' money. People are saying it's Troy Baker? I'm surprised. Interesting. Yeah, he's a good voice actor. I, then, I mean, I, maybe he's just trying too hard I to be Harrison Ford. I wasn't super into the. It felt kind of flat for me. Well, they didn't really have the smirk down. You know, the face tech. The face tech just in general doesn't look particularly great, which I think tracks with like how faces look in Wolfenstein See, I, when you I, get up close. I thought his companion looked great. That uh, whatever. Yeah, but the villain also looked a little jank to me. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, the companion lady, she looks, she I mean, looks, she has the, she seems to have the most, like, well fleshed out facial animation. To, to be me. fair, like, Nazi scientist crazy man is kind of overdone, so I'm kind of hypercritical of it. Yeah, but when was the last time we had a, an Indiana Jones game? Original Xbox? Well, so I played, so I bought my Voodoo 3 card 
so I could play a game called Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. That's super old. Yeah, that's that's old. Infernal Machine was awesome. No, there there was a there was a 3D Indiana Jones on the original Xbox. I think that was the last Indiana Emperor's Jones game. Emperor's Tomb. I played yes. it. That one was good. Was that Emperor's? Tomb? I yeah. didn't play it. I, I mean, I'm, in, I'm Infernal Machine was my number one like most. I wish I had my computer could play staring this. Staring at the box, I couldn't like, play. Yeah. it. I've never played in, Infernal Machine. That was that was like that was my unobtainium for my childhood. Um, Emperor's Tomb was uh, good. It did. I the point I, I'm trying. I was trying to make is that. Hmm. It, it this is a big deal this is a big ip yes you want it to be classic you want to have that classic evil nazi bad guy no yeah i'm you, not saying it's wrong you don't want to go to get too weird I'm you don't want I, aliens i wasn't hypercritical of him because i've seen so much of him mm. that i i was just like ah there's another one <laughs> so i wasn't really watching his face I, in particular I, that's that's fair but harrison ford's face the first thing they showed us was villain face up yes. close though and i was like this looks kind of i liked his broken old. nose because you know Andy probably punched him in the nose probably did so that's probably that, why was so nice, pissed. that was a nice bit of moment before i but, I do like that they're focusing on injuries and your knuckles getting bloody yeah. as you punch because that's a really indiana jones thing you and i have both talked about how we love indiana jones so much because his, his, he doesn't have a superpower well he, he does up. his superpower is he gets back up yeah that's it he is a hero who gets his ass absolutely beat every time yeah it's wonderful yeah but the smirk wasn't right and that's the face tech i'm like oh it, the, the harrison ford smirk i do is so i think it looks a little like a raider smirk which would be the youngest harrison ford it is a little high energy, yeah, compared to like uh, Last Crusade. Last so Crusade, he's a little more grizzled. Yeah, um, but then I started seeing well, first person, and then cutscenes. How are we gonna? But it looks like they're incorporating the traversal being third person enough that that won't be such a terrible disconnect. And what I don't like, I don't like flying into the back of heads. That's always really weirded me out. It doesn't bother me at all. I just don't. I'll go in all the way back to the load up of a Goldeneye level. I've been like, hell yeah, let's do this. Get me into James Bond's head. <laughs> and it seems like it's snappy enough that we'll just be in there and be playing. Uh, and it didn't look overly uh, torture porn, which is good because that's not Indiana Jones. Like I think Temple of Doom kind of is. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely. But that you know that was the that dark chapter of Spielberg getting dark. It wasn't Spielberg. Uh, Lucas has, has admitted that he was just pissed about his divorce. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. In the making of, yeah, Yeah. he's even self-criticized himself. He's be like, it went darker than I am kind of proud that it went. And he's, and he's even admitted, he's like, I was going through shit and it came out in that script. Well, but like, you know, let's, one of the factors of something like a resident evil. And certainly I think it works really well in dead space is you see that death where your head is chopped off and the horrible creature climbs inside your neck and becomes you and starts walking off. And you go, wow, I hope that never happens again. I'm going to play better. And the horror isn't just the monsters. You know, did you ever die in original Half-Life and the dude would just start scooping you into his cavernous chest oh, hole? yeah. And you just sat there and were like, this is the best game I've ever seen in my life. This is amazing. I love Half-Life. I absolutely love Half-Life. <laughs> It's part of the reason I'm having uh, I'm being sent by like the remedy verse and I played a bunch of remedy games. Yeah, over the you break. have. Yeah. Next podcast. Next podcast. OK, next. Podcast. Hold it. Yeah, that, that Hold it. Um, any more thoughts on Indiana Jones? Um, the music is great. It's I, I think it looks a little under budget for how big the IP is. I expect a little more polish. 
Like it looks, uh, it looks like a game from like four years ago more than it looks like a game from 2024. I always hope it means there's just a billion things on screen. Yeah. When they went wide, I was like, these environments look good. They look yeah. like the Indiana Jones environments. They're really nailing the overgrowth on, a te- on the temples. I was really happy to hear that they're doing puzzles. Yep. Like you have to have that. And, but so other than it looks a little old and not wicked old, but I would say it looks like something that could have come out on a PS4 or an Xbox one instead of a PS five or an Xbox series X, even though I don't really care. I have a PC as well and everything's just PC. What can I crank it up to? Let's go. Um, I like that. It looks old school. It looks like it in spirit. It looks like something that I'd be reading about in a PC magazine while I waited for my mom to finish grocery shopping. Oh, it's, it's pure nostalgia like that. It's Indiana Jones. Like you can't, and it's what Machine Games does. Like yeah. Wolfenstein is kind of an old school shooter in that way. And for this to be kind of an old school shooter slash first person brawler um, with whip tech that they definitely couldn't have pulled off back in the day. Well, like I, I, we were watching the the Fan Fest in Japan on Tuesday. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan that the Moogle showed up uh, as a summonable attack. Oh, for the, for the, for the painter. Yeah. yeah, for the Pictomancer. And there were a couple of people who were like, whoa, uh, what, why? Why, why do you hate Moogle so much? Like, I bet there's someone being like, ew, Indiana Jones. Why? <laughs> you know, right now, like, obviously, our nostalgia for for the hat and the whip and all that is. is it is one of my all-time favorite things absolutely. in the world. Like, Harrison Ford is, like, an actual hero of yeah. mine. Like, a proper role model. Um, it's part of why I love grumpy people. Because yeah. uh, I love Harrison I, Ford I haven't so met much. a lot of famous people. I almost got hit in the car by, um, who is the yeah guy? Not, 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 yeah, the song, but he would say, yeah, in the background of things. Oh, uh, he was driving his Escalade. Little John? Little John almost hit me in his Escalade. You almost got hit by Little John. I did, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was festive. That's incredible. Where were you that Little John was just driving? I I was where you used to live in LA, weirdly enough. You were in Los Angeles? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. In that Sherman Oaks, right? Isn't that what it's called? Yes, I used to live in Sherman Oaks. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's funny. Because I, I met Charlie Murphy at the Sherman Oaks Best Buy. <laughs> sure. The, the place is packed, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Munez, I ran into him. Mm, and, yeah, uh, he is an accomplished race car driver now. And Lindsay Lohan, I saw at a pool once. Oh, was that during her darker years? I think so, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, obviously, I didn't like... In, little John, I had the biggest interaction with because I was like, oh, don't hit me with this. Actually, I just realized I met both Murphys when I lived there because uh, one of my very first celebrity sightings in... LA, I went to go meet a family friend at the first coffee bean I ever went to. And I was in Studio City, which of course I saw sure. my first celebrity in Studio yeah. City. No, it's just so I'm waiting happens. I'm waiting in line for uh to order a latte at a coffee bean with like the only three dollars I had. <laughs> and I see this um convertible Bentley pull up on like twenties. Mm. Beautiful car. And uh guy's wearing a beanie and sunglasses, comes in, gets in line behind me, and just standing there. And I'm just like I keep kind of looking back. I'm not being subtle about it at all. Yeah. But someone comes up and asks like, Hey, can I get a photo? And he's like, yeah. And the second I saw his smile and heard his voice, I'm like, Oh my God, you're Eddie Murphy. Whoa. Yeah. And I'm like, you roll it up here in a convertible Bentley rolling on twenties and you're getting your own coffee. That's the coolest shit I've ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, you know? Good on good on that, man. Really nice dude. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> really took pictures with like seven people. It happened. Yeah. Like, just, it's, 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 like okay. really chill. Yeah. Really, really chill. Right guy. across from you know. Um, yeah. The whole back lot business. And then, uh, Black Friday, I went to go pick up. I think it was Modern Warfare Two, the original one, and and Charlie Murphy was there buying video games. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
the full collection. So yeah. Or let's say, do they have another brother? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's other Murphys. I didn't. I think Charlie Murphy Sully passed away, didn't he? Oh, really? Oh. I thought he did. I'm terribly out of the loop. Okay, I'm so sure. I'm things. sure Chad will uh, check yeah. us on that. I'm sure someone but, here is a Indiana Jones. Excited for that one. Avowed was an Obsidian go at Skyrim, and okay, they showed their combat a lot, yep. which I do like. It the, looks solid. Yeah. Uh, there, there seemed to be a counter system, but it, there was very much a I'm let's one at a time on the enemies going on. They, they were all kind of taking their turns to dance in the background while one engaged, which is fine, too. In that system, you wouldn't want to be surrounded. That'd be miserable. Mm. The world seems to be and they definitely mentioned that it was going to be a pillars exploration, which sounds healthy. They've built that world up quite a bit over the course of two games. Deadfire was really good. I'm still not crazy about the old um, the old Baldur's Gate games and that gameplay. The real time pause is really, really rough. And mm. in my personal opinion, I like the turn base much better of modern Baldur's Gate and Divinity. So I think this is a great exploration and could easily enhance those obsidian worlds. And before anyone messes, save I'll save us the email. Uh, Pillars of Eternity, Deadfire, you can play in turn based. Like oh, you OK. So right. I had that option to flip it on. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, I liked it. I uh, If you go back and watch our live reactions, I uh, I, I, I commented on the, the, the sword hitting the enemy still just looks so disconnected. And I'm just waiting for a game to really have... I go back to, like, Bioshock. Bioshock got it right. Like, the, the mm. wrench landing a hit felt so satisfying. Why can't we make axe hits or sword hits in melee games... I've never, I don't think I've ever played a first person game where that has melee combat that makes a sword hit feel like it actually connects. Not without insane amounts of motion sickness. Like there was a game, an Xbox game called Breakdown, if I remember correctly. Funny you bring up Xbox is the other one I think about is uh, Condemned was another game that uh, had really, really yeah. satisfying melee for yes, first person melee but combat. But also quite motion sick, the Condemned games, because you would get punched in the face and your camera would go, oh. Ooh, ooh, on the floor for a bit before it this come is back where our, our sensitivity our differing sensitivity yes. i do i have the stomach of steel um i could have a three-course meal at bush gardens and jump on montu <laughs> and i have you lucky man and i just doesn't i'm sure i have other powers that none. you don't possess that have you know, uh, on my character sheet height um uh, uh i would i wish i had your hair okay okay i'll take <laughs> um, it I'll take the it. hair i wish i had i'll take it so um, but yes that would that was solid uh and you know, th- third-person games have done melee quite well. Like the, I think God of War had really solid melee. And yeah, but it's a third-person game. Yeah, it's easier to sell melee exactly. in a third-person situation, particularly when it's more. Uh, I think their bow combat kind of stinks, though. I think Atreus, it feels light. I, I, well, he I, should. I, he I is, feel no. Im- no, I mean the bow light. hitting someone. It's like I threw like a light water balloon at them because it just kind of splashes. Like hmm. I want a bow to go in and the shoulder to cock back from the impact. And it's just the same way when you hit someone with an ax in that game, like they stagger. Like you, you, even if you hit a big ogre and you hit the calf and they don't stagger, they're still, they're really selling that impact. I was very disappointed with the feeling of the bow combat in Ragnarok. Interesting. Yeah. 
I don't think I critiqued it because that was kind of my... It was not why I was there. Also, enemies just like got up on your case all the time as Atreus and his melee attack is boring. Well, he had a backflip thing that was really useful. Mm. That maybe but then I'm back to the bow combat. Yeah, yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm the guy that hated half of Ragnarok. Sure, sure. Um, it's not why I was there, yeah. but all the same. Uh, avowed much to be seen, but environments, and they avoided a lot of the... Outside of saying you can play any way you want when clearly I'll be playing your game. It's It avoided a lot of the pitfalls of the living breathing world advertisements we've seen in the past and of course I, yeah we've now interacted with a lot of yeah. devs so when you hear devs talking passionately about the product I, i'm often like Ooh. i've never beaten an obsidian game but i do like their smaller scale freedom of choice stuff that they do because i think it leads to slightly more satisfying conclusions because yes. you don't have to account for as many things although post Baldur's gate 3 everything's out the window but you also can't expect every game to be like that Obsidian's very good at tallying the numbers, and like if you've if you've done the side quests, they're aware yeah. when they talk to you. And you know, mainly one of the big interactions, of course, I'm thinking about is New Vegas that they did because they had a unique dialogue option for almost every low stat. That is had. that is what every friend wants me to play as a Fallout. As a mild Fallout hater, I, I'm not like angry at it, but I just don't really like it. I don't think you would enjoy it. I have so many friends who are like, if you don't like Fallout, you should instead play New Vegas. How do you feel about walking? I don't mind, mind it. How so? Oh, there's just a lot of walking. <laughs> you know, you're in the desert and there's okay, a lot I'd, of nothing. I'd, I'd get bored. Yeah. I'd get bored. So I think you would get Can bored. they do a re-release with more fast travel? You could fast travel. Oh, well then I don't, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Get around. I'll just fast travel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Your first walk to New Vegas is long. The, the biggest problem to me with New Vegas is that it was like, you got to see Vegas. The, the characters in the game, not people, real people in oh. the world, but the, all the characters are like, you gotta, you gotta get to Vegas. And I get there. There's like two people in the streets, but all the average, all the advertisements were about how packed the streets, you know, just tech of the time. They couldn't okay. be crowds. All right. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Aura was the big surprise, I think, for both of us. I don't think this game was on our radar at all. Yeah. I have never heard of Oxide Studio or Oxide Games. They're very new. Okay. Um, I love civilization games. I do too. Um, my only issue with civilization is it doesn't let me go far enough into the future. Yes. Yes. This uh, seems to be fixing that for me. It, well, you know, you could get big robot in civilizations four, I think is the one I put the most time into. Okay. Maybe I just didn't play enough. Cause there was, there was Linder Nimoy who I think was three. So I think I had like a 30 hour save. Should I should have probably gotten to the future stuff. Maybe chat can help me out because the one I played the most was the voice of the guy who was in Troy as the King. And it's that old guy. And he's so, he's got such a, uh, you know, the half of the arrow was covered in feathers. So do we Oh, Brian, Brian Cox. It was that his name. He was Agamemnon. Yeah. In- no, 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 no. The other King, the King on the other side of the wall. Oh, the one that barely has any scenes. Yeah, no, he's oh, not okay. a lot of it. Not, not gotcha. the one who laughs and points and is used as a gift. Oh, because Brian Co- yeah. Brian Cox. By the way, if you haven't watched it, he they just hired him to do a history of Tekken. So he retells really? the story of Tekken. It's just the one crazy family with like the demon seed or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't give a shit about Tekken. That's awesome. It, but it, it's a brilliant piece of marketing. Brian Cox is very hot right now because he's coming off of Succession, which is just. Sure. It just murdered the Emmys. It won so many awards. Um, and and he's a properly good actor and he's classically trained, but he also is clearly not so high on the source that he won't do ridiculous work. Excellent. And so it's Brian Cox being Brian Cox as hell telling you I about I feel the Tekken. same way about the guy in. And uh, it's hilarious. The, the head of the, the Continental. 
and did Death Race and all that. Okay, uh, Bjorn is saying it's Brendan Gleeson. Let, let's, let's see. Let's I'm see. gonna Google Brendan yeah, Gleeson. Give me a picture. No, this is someone I recognize from a lot of things, but I, not who I'm thinking. I of. believe that's is that Mad Eye Moody? Is that what I would know? Is that Mad-Eye? No, he's no, not, that's no. a different actor. He'd be in his shows there. Paddington yeah. too. No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know well enough. I don't know what. Okay, now we've gone too deep. Pull up a boy, a, a cast of Troy. Uh, Troy King, actor. Let's see. No, that's yeah, it's, it's all that guy. Frank. It's all that guy. Damn the it. other side of the wall. The guy had like one scene, I think. I yeah, think it wasn't a lot. He like met. Brendan his... Gleeson is Mad Eye Moody. Okay, all right. I apparently am just shit with actors. Today. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, everybody. so am I. It's all good. Anyway. I've played a lot of Civs, but not the newest one. Okay. Before it went super DLC heavy. I think I played the most recent Civ, but I didn't spend a bunch of time with it. I and think I, it was like I got it on a Steam sale. I played it for a weekend, had a good time, never went I back. Would always, I, I love Persians because they always like made tons of money or something. So like I love, yeah, Civ's great. Civ's, Civ's great. One more turn. But they are planning to have a sort of plan your next turn while others take their turn system. Which would be so insanely welcome if they. Could I know pull that's it off. happened in other games. I've never. I've, these have always been games that I play by myself. But um, you're here now, and I know you also like these kind of games. Yeah. So, and I've always wanted to do multiplayer. So I think it'd be a fun thing for us to take a crack at. I enjoy feeding money to my friends. Like if you are an army man or like just I, want to spend I, it, I do enjoy being an absolute warmonger. Cool. These types of I will. Games. I, that's what I do for Kristen when we play. Like okay, I, I just yeah, funnel no. money to the war if, machine. If, if, a, if, if a D&D barbarian could be the leader of a state, uh, that's how I'd like to play <laughs> <laughs> my Civ games. Wizard with cash is how I choose to do it. <laughs> cash wizard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, I like it quite a bit. Um, that looked good. It really, really impressed me. Hellblade 2, I continue to believe, will not look that good. It looks so good. It does the look gra- The graphical fidelity, it takes a lot to impress, I think, anyone with graphical fidelity these days. I mean, we've, we've all seen so much. We've come a long way from Killzone. Yes. And Crisis. Though, maybe a story for Monday, but I did watch all the cutscenes of Space Marine... From 2011? Yeah. That game looks phenomenal. It was a good game. It was one of those games that was pretty monochromatic, much like Gears of War at the time, too. Oh, fair, fair. There wasn't a lot of color, and it was easier to kind of sell because of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. Uh, I like Gears oh, of War, so and, I, and, and I like Space Marine for the same reason. Um, but Hellblade 2, so a big note here. Uh, Hellblade got lost in my brain with Hellgate London plague's tale like there was just a- it got lost in your brain with a bunch of other games that have nothing to do with like no. vikings and not, weird descent monster people not at all <laughs> but like even like even like scorn like just like scorn yeah dude like <laughs> pretty game where someone's in hell scorn isn't a pretty game no scorn is a biological terror made in a butt. scorn yeah. was you ripped open an hr geiger person yeah. and then adventured in their innards yes and both chris and i were like that's our jam and then we heard it wasn't particularly interesting uh, yeah i heard it's just kind of like a we just kind of walk through it's it. more like it's a, kind of just an it's experience a demo, you know yeah. or um but dear esther or some of the you know like i really like dear esther though dear esther was great it had some secrets for like the ghosts that were fun but it was still yeah. kind of a walking simulator right? well yeah i don't mind it if as like a if i'm into the story and i was very into the narrative of dear esther yeah i, I thought it was, it was also uh, very fresh those walking simulator games weren't called that at yet. the time yeah, yeah that was kind of a newer a newer thing but, but, I, but now I, that they've even put this front on it with the name saga 
Senua's? Senua's. Senua's. Like now I'm even more interested because it has a differentiating title. Well, and yeah, now we've talked to Jesse, Jesse Cox, in case anyone doesn't know. Uh, and he was like, you should, you guys should play this. You would probably enjoy dissecting the narrative. Yeah. And I, I, I also, another one, uh, Death Stranding is like, a, oh, you, you fell in the goop and the goop's grabbing your face now kind of atmosphere. So mm. I... There's something about Death Stranding I really enjoy, except uh, when I watch people play it, I'm like, I would not enjoy playing this game. No, the the package. It looks uh, a little dull. You know, yeah. how do you feel about walking, Kyle? Yeah, walk, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's walking the, the balance. of a game. But I love this uh, <laughs> in your smokes with a glass. That's my favorite meme. What? He's got the four panel meme where he's got the cigarette and he smokes. You know, he cries blood in... Uh, in Casino Royale. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, I love him. I love Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. And he's, he, he's my, I can't believe it, but he's my Hannibal more than Anthony Hopkins at this sure? point. Sure. If you haven't watched his Hannibal run, holy Only crap. bits. Only bits of it. It's so good. But he's so moody. I love him. And his it's brother. So his brother's good. Fun too. The dream sequences in that show. Shit, man. Watch it. Okay. Watch it. It's gr- There's a lot of um, non-realistic dream sequences where like, Beautiful yet horrific visages visit like the main character. I can see that. I mean, I loved it in uh, Mad, I want to say Mad Max, Max Payne. Max Payne's dream sequences were crazy. Motherfucker, do you need to play Alan Wake 2? I think I know I would. Oh I really God. liked I liked one. But please play Control first because I really want to talk to you about Control. Okay. okay. So and I, I, and I, I haven't and I haven't finished Alan Wake 2 yet. So you're a control freak. Um, yeah, I think it, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bastard. Um, and then they snuck in, frick. uh, visions of mana. I think, I think we're visioning the mana now. Uh, yes. I played children of mana, which is, I think one of the worst reviewed mana games that ever existed. <laughs> and I played it a lot. It looks, it looks very pretty. It does not look like a game that would capture me. It's. It's so weird, right? Because combat looks a little basic to me. Is, yeah. is, is the is is the simplest way I would describe why I'm not interested in it. It's charming, like Dragon Quest X is charming, and I like Dragon Quest. I prefer the look of Dragon Quest, the look of Mana. Well, you love Dragon Ball. Yeah, I like Toriyama. Yeah, I'm a big Toriyama so fan. Just, everybody, if you're unaware of that, um, so you like that, that yeah. art style. But I've also never played Dragon Quest, so yeah. Sorry, everybody. I didn't grow up playing JRPGs. I mean, Dragon Quest. 10 is a modern man's blog. You know what I mean? You, the first five hours you will have seen a thousand times the little, the, the boy needs to go up the mountain. I kind of like that sometimes thing, though. And I, then, Oh, Oh, the, oh the, the thing went wrong. I and now kinda, he's a, I kind of like that. Sometimes. Or is 11 now, whatever it, the, I, the one that, the one that was on game pass oh, <laughs> 11, okay. I think all is right, what I'm talking right. about. I, I mean, I like that. I like a coziness every once in a while, but I don't know. We're, we're also looking at retro stuff and you and I both never played Chrono Trigger. And that's the one I'm really interested. And in. I'm like, and, and, uh, we've been told by multiple people that that we could probably get through that in a very reasonable amount of time. And I'm like that. That there we go. Nice. Sold. That Sold. sounds good. Reasonable amount of time for an RPG experience. Let's go. But it, you know, it, yeah. little juggle combat, uh, flavorful, cute enemies. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening, but I'm happy that the franchise is seeming to, from what we saw of our audience anyway, it seems to be satisfying after the Children of Mana fiasco I played in 2000. What would that have been seven? If it's on a Game Boy, it was on a Game Boy Advance. Yes. Yeah, a little while time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Advance would have been old by then. We were on the DS. We would have been in college. We were on the 
Oh, maybe 3DS at that point? Yeah. When did the 3DS come out? I think it, we were still on original still a, DS. It was still a clunky little cartridge and not a slipping oh. uh, little yeah. SD card business. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you there. So, yeah. Um, I think overall it was a, it was a really slick, uh, pretty uh, fat-free presentation. Yeah, there wasn't as, too much fluff. Yeah, I'm already seeing, like, you know, the splashes around the web of how disappointing it was. But I felt like they were pretty honest. They were going to show four games, and they had one surprise. And if that surprise wasn't your jam, like, you know, I, I saw the live chat go by for a hot moment, and people were all saying, like, this, Bat- Batman Arkham Remaster. It's like, wait, that, why would this be the place for that? <laughs> why, why why would this be happening here it's it's that's what chat is chat is no, uh, for but, something that big um because like can you think of a more mixed chat than xbox live chat well sure but like there's the video game awards it's where a like, request tunnel yeah. it's a request and a shit talk tunnel but, that's but the like, only thing it is video game point. rewards like there's a chance of remastered bloodborne like even though you're just you're pissing in the wind and it's going to splash back on you. <laughs> You're like, there's a slight it's chance fine, this hits. But slight getting chance. in the Xbox Direct and hoping for Batman Arkham Asylum Remaster, I'm, I'm afraid that's, that's just, a little overly specific. Yeah, it seems a bit. It's up. a little overly specific. I mean, the, the timing would kind of make sense because the Injustice, or not Injustice, the, the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is coming out. And that's from the Arkham is that studio. A, wait, what? Is that a whole title? Yes. Suicide Squad colon Kill the Justice League. Oh, that's coming out like very soon, right? I, I, it hasn't been super on my radar, but I do love that studio and I do love the Arkham games. So I will probably play it. I was, a, I, I will still continue to be very impressed by them in the time period. I, I've played every, those games hold up everyone except the Nightwing one, the most recent one. I know, I know there's, that's not made by the same studio that oh, was really? made by the, by the secondary studio that did the Arkham games that a lot of people aren't the biggest fan of. Okay. Okay. So I've yeah. played all the main Arkham games. Then, yeah. And I've yeah, that was enjoyed a, them all. That's a different studio. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, the Arkham Knights, that game was, uh, Oh, was it? That was a flop. Okay. Yeah. I was hanging out at the time. Uh, that was uh yeah they they over DLC it and pissed a bunch of people off. Oh, shout out to Kai Berries. I was doing a show with Kai Berries. She loves it. Kai Berries loves Nightwing. Nightwing, Nightwing super fan. And I don't blame her. No, because I mean just look at that. Just look at that. Let's just look at that just fictional man. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night Nightwing. I th- I feel like is uh the the most like. Come on, in terms of like like uh, making a, a a sexually attractive female character, Nightwing I think is the only male <laughs> character that actually pushes it far enough that I consider it a, a gender equal. Yes. to some of the things I have seen in right. other games. It, it is, with female it is characters. not physically capable given his activity because he has the swimmer bod shoulders with the buttocks of the runner with the <laughs> like it's everything. The well, abs- wouldn't it be because he kind of has to do everything? He he's does got to parkour. He's, he's he's yeah. got to be. Pre- prepared to swim because sometimes mr freeze's bullshit melts sometimes yeah you gotta climb on stuff so yeah i think he actually got it all with all of the muscles actually got it all and giant balls what really have you seen his crotch bulge man no i wasn't paying attention it is uh sizable okay i always hear about labyrinth but some of those nightwing comic go just in your own time google nightwing comic book covers um Hmm. they know what nightwing fans want hey there you go yeah yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, uh, men, we're very lucky. We we've ever tricked 
someone else to finding us attractive when art when of Nightwing exists. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really what it comes down to. That's the end. That's really what it comes we down to. <laughs> so, I mean, I, someone reminded me of um, Desperado over the weekend, and mm. um, and I was like, I feel the same way about uh, uh, Antonio Banderas in that movie. Oh, I'm yeah. like, the man just exudes sex appeal. Uh, that was just edgy enough when I saw it like early college oh, that yeah. I just love Desperado. Kill Bill one came out and yes. then it sent me on my Tarantino. Yep. Same thing. Arc. Same thing. And then I discovered Robert Rodriguez, uh, first through from dust till dawn. And then I went and watched Desperado and I was like, this movie slaps. Kill Bill was freaking awesome. I still love Kill Bill, man. Yeah. And I love two. two gets a lot of shit. Cause it's not as bombastic with like the Katana fighting and all that kind of stuff. But True, but it has wakey, wakey eggs and bakey in it. So two is, I think, more of a classic Tarantino movie than one is, and that's what I really like about two. Yeah, and the fact that I do think it blends with the first one. I think I've seen every. Uh, Kristen's a big Tarantino fan, so we see a lot of. I haven't seen Jackie Brown. It's always like it's all it's always there, and then like a new Tarantino movie comes out. I'm like, oh, I should see the new one because everyone's sure. going to talk about it. I saw the one in the, so. the, the snowed in one. In theaters, uh, oh, gl- um, hateful eight. Hateful eight. Hateful eight might be my favorite Tarantino movie. It's. A slow burn, but it's all I the love, right reasons. I love that movie. Yeah. That's a good cast. That's a, It's got Walton Goggins, too, who uh, is just one of my favorite actors right now. Well, obviously, so. the Xbox uh, uh, has come to a close the conversation. But clearly, now. clearly. Yeah. We want to take a few questions before we wrap up yeah. uh, first podcast of the year. And a reminder, again, everybody, we'll be back with another podcast episode very soon. We'll be doing another episode on Monday because we're switching the podcast to Monday. And we figured we're going to have so much stuff to talk about because so much shit has happened in between. The story time. Yeah, we got too much. So Monday's episode will primarily be what we did on our break. Yep. Yeah, what we watched. Actual games. What we played. What I played this weekend. What Kyle caught up on this weekend. When I get a text every hour on the hour from Garrett to play Control. Play Control. Did you play Control yet? Did you play Control yet? And I'm sitting there trying to paint my Tyranids and I'm like, "What, Garrett, please. Make sure you played the DLC. Is it? Yes. Is it at the end or wait, wait? It's at the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't even remember. I don't even remember how I got the game. I bought it so long ago. I don't know if I can't got it on like a PlayStation. If I think it was a PlayStation plus game at some point, it might've been how I got it, but it came with all the DLC. Okay. It's, Just, it's super cheap now. A worthy question because like the uh, first DLC is fine. Um, hmm. the second DLC is phenomenal. I would say, I think you can play them out of order too. So if you're trying to be brisk about it, I would say skip the first DLC. Okay. I would do the same thing to you. If I made you play all of Witcher, I think I'd make three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'd, I, that's a long game. It is very long control. I think I beat it in about 20 hours. Yeah, No, which like I would love to do a Witcher video with you someday, but yes, it is a very large ask, but I would be most excited to see you probably just pass heart of stone Get straight to blood and wine. Yeah, well, you know, you know, fans. We do that like, well, I mean, I don't know if you the, the thing with if the you thing. really like, yeah, 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 yeah. the thing with the thing. That's yeah, me with the Mandalorian. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm with everybody. The season two and three aren't as good as one, but there's still really good yeah. bits in there, and I'd I'd hate it if you missed it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, it's good. Um, getting confirmation from our wonderful mod Luke that yes, you can in fact skip the first piece of DLC. It's called Foundation. Okay, it's interesting enough. I found it repetitive. Treads the same ground? And, uh, no, just like the gameplay. You're kind oh. of doing the same thing over and over again for the entire piece of DLC, and there's not that much story buried in it. Hmm. Unless <laughs> that can get, that might rile a few people up, because that can, saying this, it's not story rich, it's tough in a game with that many codexes to go find. <laughs> there okay. is, because you played Alan Wake 1. 
Yes. The, the, I love that one. The, the, the manuscript pages. Mm-hmm. Control has that with like tapes and government documents that you can find. And so there's obviously a ton of that all over it. And that includes the very first piece of DLC. And there okay. are story bits in there. But if you're just trying to get the general arc, I think Foundation is sure, skippable. Sure, it happens in games. Like uh, yeah. there was the Shadow Broker, right? Wasn't that their name in Mass Effect 2? There was the DLC where you went out with uh, la- the waifu number one for the majority of people. La- oh, Liara? Oh, no, no, uh, Miranda. No, no, no. Well, that, that's your waifu. Who's, 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 who's Liara? Liara. Yeah, Liara. Because Liara isn't a party member in Exactly, two. but you get to spend some time with them. Oh, gotcha. And Liara is the one where you, oh, no, I accidentally tripped and you're now in love with me in yes. the first game. Yeah, it, it happens. It's very easy to romance it Liara. Happens. Whereas I'm, you know, constantly trying to romance Tally and they're just like, no, this doesn't exist. Un- uninterested. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I didn't romance anyone in Mass Effect 1. The very first time I played it, I didn't even know that was something you could do. I like when the Mass Effect 1's super blind and I didn't even realize that it was a corner of the game. Oh, romancing? Yeah. Sure. It was kind of my first like kind of deep RPG experience, like where you had a character and you had to make decisions that really impacted things. I get that. And I just thought that was cool. And I didn't even think about like, oh, I have the hots for Blue Alien. <laughs> like none of that really kind of crossed my mind. And then I got to the second one and uh, met Miranda and I was like, yeah. Well, there, at the time <laughs> of its release, there were a lot of people disappointed by the amount of content in there. But the, ah, okay. the, the gem of the content was all the logs at the very end that you got to read. Mm, okay. So well, sounds cool. like maybe one of those situations. Uh, maybe, but that's just also, it's just the part of the control experience. It's part of just the remedy game experience. They ha- like to have their little supplementals just scattered throughout the game. Uh, the Yes, Alan Wake did take an extra amount of time because we were reading all the logs. Mm. Well, it was like Stephen King. Kristen likes the Stephen King. Mm. So it's also, it's very, twi- it's very Twin Peaksy. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Oh my God. Alan Wake 2 gets like even more Twin Peaksy. Like they're, they like straight up lift one of my favorite plot points from the return. Um, so have you gotten through Alan Wake? This is Monday. That's Monday. That's Monday. That's Monday. Two questions. Okay. Two of the questions. Uh, I'm going to, we're going to real time pull some from the Ask the Host channel in our right. members chat. Uh, but we're going to start with the first one that I pull, which is Midnight Miko in our Ask the Host channel, which everyone gets access to if they support us on our YouTube membership or our Patreon at supportourbromance.com. Check it. Uh, Midnight Miko asked a random logistical question. Um, how are you doing the whole Kyle's PC setup? Is he transporting his tower uh, as and has a home battle station and workstation? Are you doing two PCs, one for each location? When will you eventually get Kyle's show space up? Will Garrett have two PCs or will he be lugging his own? We are not moving desktop PCs. I did that That's throughout high school. I'm done. Awful. <laughs> also, have you seen the size of modern graphics cards? I'm afraid to pick this up with the graphics card still even attached. It's huge. I think it will bend or break. Or, and I, I have no doubt that this window above. on the side is like impact glass or something, but still I'm nervous about it. You know, I don't want to be hauling this thing. Yeah, no, it's a no. large machine. I have what was previously my main PC set up as Kyle's PC but it won't be doing, it won't be driving any of these things. It's not going to be running the stream, which I also play the game in 4k. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah, it's not doing anything. So it's, it's powerful enough for him to play uh final fantasy or other things that we'd like to play like lethal company on a 60 Hertz monitor and, in 4k and record like my footage. If we want to use it in a video in the background. Yes. And Garrett's getting the same thing in my place. He yep. has, you know, the mythological overheat machine that I'm replacing the fans on, I'm getting a new case for it. Yeah. 
And that thing ran just perfectly. We didn't budget for it because we weren't really kind of thinking of it. But the more we think about it, the more we really do think we should have setups at both homes. Yes. Because it would just kind of get unfair after a while. Well, and too, if we want to do like, you know, there's only so many rooms in your house and we want that couch room in addition to the podcast room. Yes, yes. And we we just can't do anything with that back room until somebody gets out here and puts a wall up. And that's becoming it's it's just it's a lot of wheel spinning at the moment because contractors are driving me crazy. Um, So we're going to basically split what we're going to do with that back room across both our spaces for the interim just so we can get up and going. Cause there's just no way that there was no way that was going to be done anyway. No, and but studio 2.0 was going to be a year long project anyway, too, to get that wall put in and everything we were looking at. Yes. So we've got lots of options on the table there. In the meantime, though, Garrett studio, Kyle studio, they're both unique in what they're able to pull off, but both can pull off gaming and I need my PC at home. Yeah. We're going to, du- we're going to have a duo streaming setup at both, but then this will be for videos and podcasts here at, we're going to start calling it studio G mm-hmm. and then studio K will be duo streaming and console slash retro games. So there you have it. There you have it. There you have it. Primarily we do stuff on PC. So that gives us the flex to where if Kyle's like, our third child's here and I need to be home. Like I can go record with Kyle at his place. Exactly. And then he, and then I'm the one on the road and Kyle doesn't need to worry about it. So we're, we're, we're learning now that you're here, we're learning a lot about how things that on a whiteboard were like, ah, it's perfect. I see this as an absolute win. It's just like, oh, that's really not. I think it is worth noting, though, like none of them have been deal breakers at all. And no. like, this has been insanely smooth. I can't believe we're making content this week. Yeah. Like, I'm very happy about it. Is this room how I want it? No. But the but on the guts are there. It's kind of I think about like building a race car. It's like have you ever seen a NASCAR with a shell off. Yep. It's just like a tube chassis. Oh, yeah. It's like that's all you need if you just want a roll car action. Yeah. In terms of it of of the machine that is grinding gear making things, we're golden. Yep. We're we're rolling. We can make everything we basically want to make. So maybe a retro or a console game right now because your space is inside. Well, I don't have a couch. Yeah. Yes, that's the main, that's yeah. the main barrier to entry. Yeah, which by the way, we should we should probably put some thought into that so our backs don't get thrown out. Um, <laughs> um but um yeah. But we're, we're good to like, I, I just want more sound deadening. I, I just would like it to look a little nicer. I'd like some more shelves on the wall. I'd like to decorate it. I have all of my figures and statues and shit are just taking up the room. Katie made perfect. When Kyle stayed here, Katie's like, I'm going to finally turn the guest room into a guest it room. It was beautiful. And it is now a dump <laughs> of all the things that were used to be in this room that are no longer in this room. So, yeah, but uh, no, we're just going to have uh, two PCs at both places and over the the years yeah. will probably upgrade those PCs. And oh, and as you heard problems about those PCs, those were problems based on them doing everything under the sun, streaming, capturing, playing the game all at the same time. The beasts mm-hmm. will be doing that. The side computers yeah. will be passing to each other are still able to play. Foxhound in chat says we should call them both Studio G so that together they are Studio GG. G1 and G2. G1 and G2. You beat your K. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Anyway, let's... It's uh, easy. You want to want a Discord? Yeah, let's see what's in here. Let's go to Discord. Let's go to Discord. Where do we go? Here's one from Iprix. What game from your childhood do you want remade? Um. Oh shit! This is an easy one. Uh. Or I thought it was an easy one. Crap. Um. I don't think I want it remade so much as I just want a goddamn sequel. Um. Sleeping Dogs. Oh, interesting. Is the greatest third-person action game ever made. And uh, they need to make another one, goddammit. But I will, I will settle for a full-on remaster. 
Virtual on. Never heard of it. It was an arcade twin stick, as in like you had two sticks. Uh, you piloted a robot in a three-dimensional fighting game. I don't want to buy peripherals unless it's a plastic guitar. Well, see, now you tw- twin stick controller, and it worked just fine. And okay. it, it was like a, la- a lock-on right. Dreamcast game. Okay. And it was really fun. Oh, twin sticks on Dreamcast. I would I would have been very excited about that yeah. as a kid. Okay. All right. That's right. And, and like you would pick your thing and to do the whole launch bay out the window on the little cart, shoot your robot into space. Huh. You know, like... Uh, What's the game I still haven't beaten that came out this last year? The robots from the FromSoft dudes. Robots from from oh Armor Core, Armor Core. Yeah, you can't yeah. remember Armor Core. No, I can't remember. This is rather generic. You game. actually stumped me because I'm, I'm like, there's no way it's Armor Core, right? Yeah, no, I just haven't beaten it yet. I had fun with that, but Virtual One would be my my huh. request. Okay, gotcha. Um, but, 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 but I actually don't remember my favorite Civ leader to play. No, no, I his his hat was uh, his hat was Civ. Let me, I'll, I might Civ three leaders because I play, I feel like I played the most Civ three. Civ three. Civ three or Civ four? No, this is definitely not it. Okay, I think I think you and I were both fours. I think we were talking about the same guy earlier. It was, it was like fully fledged three D and looked pretty modern. Yeah, here we go. This is it. Okay. This is it. Who did I? Oh my, there are. I flirted with Catherine often because I liked her. I think I did. I think I think I did a Churchill playthrough. Who else was I? I think I also did a Hannibal playthrough. Let's see. Oh, I think legitimately on July 4th weekend, I started a Lincoln playthrough. (laughs) Ottoman. It was Ottoman. I always played as Ottoman. Oh, okay. Uh, honestly, none of these are really ringing bells, but I know I tried a couple. Uh, shit. I, you know what? I think I did Napoleon. I think Napoleon was my main playthrough. Didn't he got access to the, the musketeers though? Those are rocking. Oh yes. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yes. So it had to have been Napoleon because I remember musketeers unless we're both misremembering who had musketeers. I'm pretty sure it's Napoleon. <laughs> Dude, my memory, this is, this is a while back. This was like, when did this come out? That was, uh, oh, it doesn't have the year. Anyway, that was, that was, uh, I played a lot of that. I call it like my, my toy soldier game. Like I always have something like that in my life where I just, I go be alone for like four straight hours and I'm just alone in my room. Lights are off. Dude, and I'm just I, doing yes. some nerd. Like for a while, uh, park builders are also that for me. So Jurassic world evolution. Yep. Kind of filled that slot for a long time. Deck builders um, Rome, into that for uh, me. Rome, uh, actually, quite a few. Empire Total War was probably my favorite Total War game, but I did a lot of Rome too. I'm trying to remember the one I used to play a lot growing up, but uh, you know, it was a real time strategy game where you still had that you could run into cavemen while you were in the in the Industrial Revolution kind of style, and I always loved that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we did favorite leader to play. Uh, Boss Das said, with your B-Day coming up, what has been the best birthday gift you've ever received? Uh, oh, I got it's easy for me. Um, uh, 2021. Recent. 2021. And Katie dropped it on me early. I think like New Year's, she informed me of this. She gave me a card. She's like, it's your birthday, but it's early. She gave it to me because my birthday's at the end of January. Um, and it was this beautiful, like heart card that she hand painted and it had a couple slips and I don't know, it was like a couple sweet things that she wrote in there for me. 
Um, and if I don't, I don't want to go too deep, but he's not usually that type of person. She's kind of just sure. So special occasion, a quiet hugger, not a verbose uh, telling you how she loves yeah. you type of person. But she wrote a bunch of very beautiful, sweet things down. And the last page was a receipt for a a hotel that was booked in Key West. Oh, cute! And we were bummed in 2020 because we usually travel a lot more. Sure. And she had for like my birthday week, she's like, she's like, do you have any idea how cheap hotels are <laughs> in the key? She's like, we're okay. going to have to wear masks, but let's go. And like, well, I was like, yeah, let's go. Cause I think at the end of the year we did a, we, we, we hazarded a Disney day and that made us realize that we were super comfortable wearing masks and also kind of ruled cause they didn't let that many people in. Right. It was the first time in my life we waited, I think 10 minutes to get on avatar and we had never ridden it before. Cause it's usually like an eight hour very well, not eight hour. It's usually a two hour wait. Um, anyway, so there's this whole thing. And earlier that year too, I think she had hit 10 years with her job and they were like, next year we're going to, as a gift, get you a hotel stay for you and your husband at, at a beach resort. That was their hmm. gift to her for 10 years, which was very nice. She doesn't work there anymore, <laughs> but it was very nice. Um, probably would have enjoyed a raise, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and I was like, man, that is super nice. I've never had anyone do that for me. And I think that kind of planted a seed yeah, in her put head. In, yeah. She's like, I'm going to do this for my husband. And Key West is very special to us. We love it down there. Um, if we could afford it, that's probably where we'd live. Um, but it's horribly expensive. Um, and yeah, like I, I, I shed a few tears. I think that's the only time I've like shed a couple of tears from a gift. We've started getting like, it was very thoughtful. It's starting to get like real hyper specific now. So we just have to like tell each other here. Here's the thing I might want someday. I'm going to forget about it. Cause like I found, yeah. I was at a, you know, a, a tabletop store and I, I shit you not. They had a jewelry Cabinet, you know those little cabinets that like you put little necklaces in, and they have the little slots for your rings and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, Katie's got one. Yeah, yeah. I keep, I keep my wedding ring in it. It it, it was for magic decks, <laughs> and you open the two little doors, and all these little things was all the, and then you could attach little mana symbols to each little drawer that you would pull. This at, is and the I, most Kyle Ferguson answer that could possibly. Like, oh my god, it's beautiful. There's no way I'm buying this for me, and I just like, because <laughs> I'm like Kristen. Sit, Five years, whatever. Let me forget about this, but right there. I, I need my my jewelry magic box. Oh. I keep hitting at her. I'm like, if you ever just want to hit me with a track day for my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Sometimes. Because <laughs> I've never, let people it's know. funny, I, I hate, I've done it once, and I'm like, I don't want to spend that. Like, it's money I don't want to. Yeah. No, it's I, very I hard to justify. My but decks are fine in baggies. It's also super fun. Case. Did you see what Brian Kibler did? For all of his magic cards? No. Um, they He and his uh, girlfriend bought a library index card rack. Like, you remember how we used to have to go look you for mean like library books? You mean like would open yes. when haunted and they flew everywhere? They bought an antique oh. one of those. It is the coolest That's freaking a lot of thing magic cards. I have ever seen for card storage. That's so many cards. Yeah. You could fit a lot in there. I don't yeah. have that many. Yeah. I've got a jewelry box. Well, it's Brian Kibler, the man is in the Magic Hall of Fame. Yeah. If anyone's going to have enough magic cards to fill so that shit out. cool. The absolute coolest thing. Wow. Um, we should see if we get Brian on the show, because I've had Brian on the Angry Chicken back when I did Hearthstone coverage. I, I would just want to talk to him about living life as a proper nerdy adult. 
Hell yeah. Like we're not, I'm not playing Hearthstone right now. Uh, you're playing magic, but not to Brian's level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. We should, we should do a commander stream because Brian's got a really successful new series called commander at home. Okay. And then I, uh, I'd like to reach out to him and see if we can get on the show. Commander. Cause I re- honestly, I just want to talk to him about like, where do you keep your shit? Cause I thought that was the most genius adult. That's really thing cool. I've ever seen. And his, his house looks rad. Like he's just, he's got it together, man. He, th- Brian is living <laughs> the, the adult nerd life. And, uh, and I like it. And I, and I think and I, there's something there that I'm like, I feel like there should be more content like this because we're getting older and we're finally nesting properly Yes, for the first time in our That's lives. That's a good way to put it. And yeah, I, I would like to talk to him about that. So, uh, Brian, you're not listening, but, uh, expect an invite soon. Well, we have a host of questions here about the move, but I think I addressed, uh, probably most of these, some of them in the go. Yeah. Anything you wish you'd done there? I mean, that goes, that goes long. We'll probably talk more about that next yeah. uh, Monday st- uh, stream. Uh, Umbral said, R look pretty fun. Have you guys played any Civ titles in the past? I think we got into that. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Probably four is the one I played the most. Uh, I think we're both Civ 4 fans. No, a lot of these are logistic questions that we already kind of covered, so I'd yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's kid's still adjusting. Um, I think you. we had a conversation. I, I mentioned. Yeah. We went to the P.O. Box today. We did. Which had a lot of stuff in it. Holy crap. Thank you for sending all those things to the P.O. Box, everybody. Expect a little behind-the-scenes view of that of that trip um, if you support us on uh, Patreon and YouTube. Um, but you while we were waiting, because we, there was so much stuff, we had to go get in line because it wouldn't fit in the world's cheapest field box that I paid for. Um, <laughs> They'll put it in a box in the back for they, you. They will. They will. The yeah. So we waited in line and you and you said that you actually slept pretty well because the kids are getting We're on finally just Eastern time. Yeah. Eastern time is finally settling. And, uh, you know, the, the dark corners of a new place are starting to become less spooky. Mm. So that's good. It's all, it's all even and out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't play Emperor's Tomb back in the day, Leah. I'm sorry. It was great. I love anything where it's like, nah, that can't be real. (gasps) It's all real. It's all dragons. Oh, my God. Yeah. Probably one of my favorites is uh, Dishonored 2. No, not Dishonored. Uncharted. Uncharted 2. Uncharted 2. The one with the Fountain of Youth has a really good one of those. It's very Scooby-Doo, but it's great. Uh, Yeah. This was a viral tweet that I answered over the break. Which was rank the Uncharted games, and I said it was uh, it's four, two, three, and no one played one, and I got a lot of likes. <laughs> I think you you deduced it. Four, two, three, then if you're one of the seventeen people to play one, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I would love four. I haven't sat. Down. You haven't played four? No. Oh, you're. It's gonna. It's gonna crit you. I, in the I dad. have no doubt. It's going to absolutely destroy you as a father. I've seen the scene, so it's. I'm aware it's of it. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's one of the first things that started breaking down my armor of maybe I do want kids one day. <laughs> that and, and legitimately that one line in Spider-Verse was he go, where he goes, do I want kids? <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of it is you. And then um, you don't know Slissa from Hearthstone, but Slissa, she makes parenting look fun too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I my think cool, my generation's doing well. My cool friends are having kids and they're making it look fun. Yep. So anyway, um, we are going to answer this in an upcoming video, Epi, but I might as well hear said, are we doing MSQ in the same space? Are you doing whimsy streams in your own houses? Does it depend? Uh, I seem to remember Kyle saying that Tuesday streams will probably be separate, but Thursday streams will be in person. More or less. We keep, we've had a lot of conversations about this and we're, and we kind of came to the realization that we want the flex. If we're just having a rough week or the edit is killing us to not get all dolled up and get to somebody's house. So more and more we're coming back to if it feels like it should be in person, we're going to do it in person. 
So that would most likely be big events, things like MSQ and Final Fantasy XIV. Um, if I had seen Lethal Company coming down the pipe, I would have been like, first playthrough of that, that shit should be in sure, person. Sure. Now I think that should probably be remote because their damn spatial audio is so well done. It is such a massive part of the game that I think you would be basically that, that's cheating a good point. playing it in that the same room. That's a great point. Yeah. 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 But a first playthrough, I think, would have been hilarious to be in the same room just to see the other person be like, when you die to something and you're not there to right. see it. I mean, obviously there's, there's oddities we can do now, like consoles that have to be together. Yes. Or- most likely all console and retro, retro yep. stuff will be in the same room. Um, podcasts will probably be in the same room unless we have guests. Cause the guests will more than likely be remote. Yep. So it's like, well, why not? Let's just, in that case, if we got, if we have to fire up discord, we might as well like make it a little easier on ourselves. Um, yeah. And then uh, if we're, one of us is sick, we're going to try not to get the other one sick. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. It's it's that sweet spot of like, I'm sick, but I, I, I'm i bored and I'd rather actually podcast or do a stream than just lay in bed. Yeah. But I don't want to get you sick you know, kind of a thing. Contamination, yes. right? Yeah. In when, that regard. You know, Flynn's starting school soon, so he'll be Bringing sharing. stuff. Sharing. And, oh, though they share. Sharing they is share, caring. You know, like, just yeah. right right there on the old, uh, the moving walkway, just on the mountain. You're just like, you know. I saw a kid do that the last time I was in, it, in it's uh, what they an airport. Do. They were just like, nah, they're on the moving handrail on the it's escalator. It's not that I haven't said no enough. You know, there's not, there's no... <laughs> preconceived oh i do not judge a parent if i see a child <laughs> put out their mouth on something that they shouldn't there's no there was just you know no judgment there's no upbringing that could have prepared if i keep getting hit in a queue at what, disney you know then i judge yes that's sure. when i judge sure. one hit fine two parents hits to it's step like, okay, you know, it's fine yes there's times when parents Third hit. To step i'm just in. like oh can, can we do something well, then you're being y'all? then the hits are being you're being uh used as entertainment by the parents who are ignoring me yeah, but, yeah. You know, let's not go too deep down the parenting road but still <laughs> kids will lick things it happens yeah no nah, yeah you don't have to exp- I, when you explain it i feel like you're explaining it to me i'm like i don't judge you, you don't have to explain yeah, no, this to me i'm, I'm good you don't but have to do no, it. no if it feels right i'd say it would be the most thing yeah. but you can probably in your own way you know think if something feels right yeah and you'll probably be right about yep. that situation yep ff16 together probably well yeah because actually we, that's the whole reason we stopped doing it because it was a pain in the ass it was to and it was lame because like one of us would be ahead of the other and then we'd be like oh my god look at the space thing shoot the laser out of its face and it just killed the vibe yep yeah so anyways um i think that kind of wraps up this inaugural episode of being together perfect GG in the house. Yep, we did it. Quite literally. We'll be back Monday. Why don't we why don't we name the stream that? GG in, in the, the house. house. Oh. <laughs> GG in the house. Oh, I do not like that. Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's also uh, thank those of you as I accidentally closed the goddamn. It happened. You know, GG in the house. You know, it happened. What I like about this is Kyle can see when I make a mistake and cover for me. I'm more, yeah. More yeah. understanding of these situations. Yeah. Um, before we go, a uh, huge shout out to everybody that's supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so much. It is the most effortful way to support us. Like, it's not just right there. You have to go to a different place. You have to go to our Patreon. You Press have to type buttons. in supportourbromance.com yeah. and hit enter. Um, and so thank you. And we got a lot of new patrons over the break when we made nothing. We didn't stream. We didn't podcast. We didn't make a video. And we we got new patrons over the break. We got new YouTube members over the break. 
I read every message that was sent from folks saying like, can't like, we got a lot of messages along the lines of can't wait till you're back. Yeah. You know, we miss you and uh, we miss y'all as well. Uh, we had a great break. Thank you for giving us this time. Um, and uh, now we're, now it's a uh, sculpting, you know, we have, we have our raw, we have enough clay to get the job done and now we're just making it the way we want it. Hell yeah. I like it. Anyway, to our most recent patrons of which there are many, you want to try and, uh, yeah, you saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Red D. Tony W. Argo. Robert D. Tazrael. Yan R. Hell to pay. Yep. Nick. FNS. Jacob C. Mike. Mick Smith? Mike Smith? Mike smell like microphone. Lomi Lindy. I'd go with Lama Linde. Lama Linde. Yeah. That flows. Jesus VDD. Eastbourne, Richard S. Vaylord, Enver L. Anonymous, Acu fifty two, Joseph H. Travis D. Alan P. Antler, and Francis R. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And of course, this special level of patrons, we thank each and every episode. And those are our wonderful legendary level backers. So to Sean B, Mike R, Stephen J, Das, Sean with an EAB, and Cheesy Bob, our OG legendary backers, OG. and Chris K, Lost Mythics, Wayra E, Zervins, Compside Jedi, Dark Man, Pothy, Bloodsy, Von Snuggle, Gore, Star Johnson, Zach, Zach, Avanchin, EGO, Dickless, E, Gaslin, F, Coral, Slyn, Thom, Catwolf, Jacob, M, Jerry, T, Sean, and Jen, Adam, J, and Zachary D. Well done. Thank you for the very generous support. Thank we appreciate you. it. Kyle and I use doghouse systems, gaming PCs, which is still true when Kyle's here because my older computer is also a doghouse gaming PC. Uh, if you would like to get, if you're in the market for a new gaming PC and you like the look of ours because you watched our behind the scenes where we unbox these suckers, go to doghousesystems.com, use the code BROMANCE, and you will get upgraded to a free two terabyte NVMe SSD for the trouble. And come on, we get a kickback. I got a lot of you. It supports yeah, us in the process. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. So if you, you know, if you, uh, if you're in the market for a pre-built PC, um, we're big fans, uh, and as someone who constantly runs so many programs that I run into strange issues, Doghouse's support is so good. They have helped me through so many problems. So I'm a big fan of them. Um, and they're apparently a big fan of us because they really helped us out with these rigs. So check them out, doghousesystems.com. Use the code BROMANCE. Follow Kyle on Twitter, at Kyle Ferguson. Follow me, at Garrett Art. Follow our joint account, at Garrett and Kyle. We'll see you next Monday at... Shit, what time? 3? 3 p.m. 1, right? 1? No. No. That's oh, right, because we never did that. We're video no, recording. You don't need to know but that. But no one needs to know that, yeah, because we recorded that, offline. That's so offline. That's video. our thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. 3 so p.m. 3 p.m. on Monday. 3 p.m. Eastern time. All times are in Eastern now. Join us Mondays for Grinding Your Podcast Live. We're going to kick the week off with you. Give you something to listen to through your work week. Thank you, everybody. We're so stoked to be together. Good to be back. GG. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>